welcome to the Modern Mamas podcast. We're two modern mamas with a goal to inspire empowerment, self-love, deep physical and spiritual nourishment, holistic health, and joy, no matter your journey, gender, or perspective. I'm Laura of Radical Roots. I'm a certified CrossFit trainer, certified nutrition consultant, and mama to Evie Wilder. And I'm Jess of Hold Space Wellness. I am a level one CrossFit trainer, a licensed and certified athletic trainer with a master's in kinesiology, and mama to Bear and so many guests on, but also I feel like we have not recorded a podcast together in forever and I don't like it. Yeah. So hi everyone. Jess and Laura are both here together, both our voices, both our faces, though you can't see us. (laughs) We can see each other. Yes. (laughs) Um, If you hear weird noise in the background, my dog, we got them a new bed that's indestructible because one of my dogs chews everything and it's just kind of noisy when they lay on it. So hopefully you don't hear that. What's it made out of? You said it's indestructible. I don't know. I need to find the the. I'll need to like post a link to this company, but it's like a B Corp dog or pet company, and they make incredible beds. And this one we got them as an indoor outdoor bed, and it's we got the extra large, so they share. We got like two pit bulls, and they share this bed, and it's really cool. It's got um, like a nice design, and so far it's it's awesome. I think it's like um, I don't know. It's eco friendly. Cool. But I don't know exactly what it is. Um, it's called like iPlay or something like that is the name of the company, but I love the bed and it's super cute and also durable. So that's awesome. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure that's what everyone listening here cares about is my dog's bed. <laughs> so guys, it's, it's late for us. It's 725 for me, which means it's 925 for Jess. It's past so this is what we, you know, sometimes this is what we have to do is uh, get the kids down. Or get the husband, for me, my husband's in the room with her <laughs> trying to get her down. And uh, days are crazy. They're like, it's the weeks feel short, but the days feel long and it's pretty crazy. And you have a glass of wine. Oh my God, I do. And I'm jealous. <laughs> I don't have one right now. I should get one. But I've also had a glass of wine like every night for the past, I feel like two weeks. <laughs> so what's one more? That's my thought. <laughs> I know. I've been in vacation mode, but also in work mode, but also in my baby is teething mode. You're in been- survival mode. Yes, totally. <laughs> I'm actually going to, and I, I wanted to drink wine with you, but I'm going to opt for my Rishi for Sigmatic and try and sleep because today was the first good day in since Wednesday where we haven't had a like totally different child. Yeah. <laughs> it, so today's Monday. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're like, man, it's, I didn't know that teething could be that tough. I really didn't. It was, those were the hardest days of her life for us as parents, I think. Yeah. For some babies, it's oh. just really hard. I think, um, you she know, got a ton at once. Yeah. And that's a lot. It's like, I know we were talking before, like, is it better to just get it all over with and be really, really bad, like in a very like intense period of time, mm-hmm. or is it better to like have a tooth pop in and it not be so bad, but then have one pop in like every month for like the next, I would say months? the second. You're because really? our first tooth was that way. Like she was, oh, she's teething, like oh, a little fussy, rubbing her face, uh, some drool. And then that one came through and we're like, oh, so sweet, a tooth. 
And then she got six in like literally in four days, she had six new teeth all the way through. And then the past four days, there's no new teeth coming. It doesn't seem like, but so it just must be like residual inflammation or something. But the past four days, despite the fact that no teeth came through, we were so intense, like so intense, just could not put her down her, the look on her face. I had a nightmare that, um, this is kind of gnarly. I had a nightmare that she was diagnosed with some debilitating chronic pain that was going to last her her whole life. We were going from doctor to doctor, and I'm like trying to get second opinions, and they want to medicate her, and I'm like, well, what's the side effect? Of the, what is the side effect of the medication? And they're like, oh, debilitating pain. And I was like, <laughs> like there was nothing I could do to help her. And I woke up like in a full body sweat, like rolled over and squeezed her tight, and probably woke her up, and then she probably started crying. But yeah, it's it's hard being a parent, and like I I feel like most of the time I'm pretty good at this, but this is one where it's like, I, I don't know what to, there's nothing I can do except for just yeah. like love on her. Yeah. You know? That's really it's the hard, only thing but... I can do for sure. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, there's something I was going to say when you were talking and I, just don't... Uh, <laughs> that's just, how this episode's going to, going to go. I think. Um, <laughs> I don't, what was going to say? What was I going to say? Dang it. Dang it. Dang it. It'll come to you. It'll come to me. While you think about it. Okay. Jump Listeners, in. Introduce. This episode introduce. is just going to be, Yeah. We're just going to be updating you on um, mostly stuff catching up. And also we get, both of us get a ton of questions on Instagram about like what, what we're doing, what we're doing with our kids, life in general. And so we're like, you know what, let's just hop on and do an informal catch up and um, kind of give you guys some updates on our life. Because sometimes the guest interviews don't necessarily go in chronological order in terms of when we recorded. So you might hear an update and it's like, well, that actually happened like two months ago. So this we're recording on a Monday night and it will air in two days. So when you listen to this, um, this will be two nights ago. So, so very high from two nights ago. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, um, so just starting with like a four minute intro for each of us with an update, we just decided to jump on and catch up and update you on life in general. So do you have anything you want to start with or say, um, Um, Oh, I remember what I was going to (laughs) say. And you can start because this will be kind of like leading okay. into your stuff. But do you Perfect. think that maybe she's processing like all the travel and all the new like like everything that she was exposed to? Because you guys, I'm sure you're going to tell us about that trip. That. Do you think it's has anything yeah. to do with that? We've been on a couple of trips and um, we gave her like she had a very good cry um, even with the teeth. But the thing about it is that like her eyes are like droopy and sad and her face is swollen and she's constantly just like she takes both hands and puts them into a fist and like literally takes them and goes from her chin to her eyebrows up and down her face like she has she's like scratched her face a couple times so it's like very obvious that she's in a lot of pain and also I definitely there's definitely some processing every time I get home from a trip yeah. Um, and Rusty and I talked about it and I don't think it's processing because the trip was super hard for her I think it's because when we're on trips and we're staying in people's homes and we're on the go. Like when she maybe needs to cry on when we're on a trip, sometimes we will soothe her. And, and before we allow her to like let release, if we're like staying in someone's house or whatever, um, we try and let her have like at least one or two releases every time we travel, but sometimes it's harder. And so when we get home, she always has a really big one and we just hold the space. And for her, it's like, she's comfortable. She's at home. We hold space for her. We let her do it, whatever. Um, she really seems to love to travel honestly, like, I'm not just saying that out of like w- willing her to, <laughs> um, she loves airplanes. She loves jamming it up. Like she likes taking everything in. She likes eating the food. Like 
awesome. But the teething thing has been like the way we know is like, it's such a different cry. It's Mm -hmm. like a, I hurt fix this, which makes me feel so helpless. And where her processing cry, um, like I can tell when I'm holding her and it, she starts processing and then it like shifts to a teething cry or like a pain cry. Um, it's pretty obvious, but also, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to know. It's hard to know. It can be everything. And even if it's so much better, right. So much better. She woke up this morning and like, I came in and she just smiled. I was like, Oh my gosh. Hi. (laughs) There you are. It's been so much better. So I'm hoping, um, just not nearly as much like face rubbing or like she's still chewing on her fingers a little bit, but not as much like full fist in the mouth. And she wouldn't even eat solids. Like she wouldn't eat any real food for three days. I would try and she would just want nothing to do with it. And today she's really, she ate a bunch of sardine and avocado and was like chatty and hanging out and would let us put her down for stretches. Um, we literally played the past back and forth game for four days, like would not be set down. Um, and just like, just like resting bitch face, like so <laughs> pissed, like so pissed. Like, why am I hurting so much? It was, it's intense stuff, but you know, at the same time, like I know it'll pass and we'll look back and like probably hardly remember, but, um, you know, the nights are, the nights are the tough parts. She's like, she just wakes up in pain and she won't even, sometimes she won't even nurse cause it hurts to nurse. So, yeah. Uh, but you know, I, I, I make that all sound like t- it hasn't been that bad. It's fine. I'm, we're both supported and she, it's just that she's been so stinking easy. You know what I mean? Like so easy that we, we've never heard her like cry like this before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we've never heard her just like whine, like her, like a whiny noise. It's like, it's all so new to us. So we're like, what, you know, this has got to be awful, whatever, whatever. But now like today it's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Fine. Happy, yeah. you know. Yeah. So it just it, I know it all ups and flows, and um, feeling very like when I post about stuff on Instagram or whatever, like, people are so sweet and like, giving me remedies to try, and um, you know, nothing really works, but it's fun to try and make me feel like I'm doing something. <laughs> I mean, things work, little things, depending on the moment. But anyways, yeah. So that's where we're at, and we're totally back to bed sharing, and we we, we should maybe do some sleep updates because we get a lot of questions on that, but. That's what's working for us because she wakes up and honestly, all she wants to do is reach out. And if she just reaches and touches me or touches Rusty, she'll go back to sleep. Yeah. It's not like a constant boob in her mouth type soothing. It's just she wants to be close. And so we're like, yes, let's do that. We're all <laughs> sleeping better when you're in bed with us. And that's what's working for right now. And then um, once I travel again this weekend with Evie, just Evie and I to San Diego. And when we get back from that, we might try and get some a little bit more of a like sleep um, you know what? Naps are still on. We're still doing a two and a 10. She still goes to bed about the same time, just a little bit later. Um, so there's not really much to get back on track. It's just like, maybe we'll try the crib again um, and see if it works. But anyways, that's where we're at. Yeah. You do what you got to do. Can you hear me? Yeah. You sound great. Okay, good. Cause I'm like, I, I don't know. This is just a little insight into podcasting you guys, but like, I can't hear myself when I have these headphones on. Do you sound weird? Oh, that's weird. weird. Yeah, it's totally weird. So anyways, I have like one. We both sound sultry (laughs) in. I have one headphone off so that I can hear myself. So anyways, tell me about your upcoming trip because you have far more interesting Um, updates. You said San Diego. Yeah, Yeah, I'm taking a, a DNS course specific to exercise. So DNS is dynamic neuromuscular stabilization. And I learned about it through Erica Boland of Birth Fit Wisconsin. And I am fascinated by it. Um, 
dives a lot into breath and how to brace and functional movement and in in that like how we develop from babies from laying on our backs rolling over to try and crawling and standing and whatnot and and how we should still be implementing those proper movements and mechanics and breath work in our daily lives. And then this one's specific to fitness. So <clears throat> I'm really excited um, because it's going to play a lot into some workshops that I'm putting on in the not too distant future. I've got one coming up in April for postpartum mamas. And then I'm building out um, something. This is the first time I'm saying it on here, but I'm currently working on some programming for different phases of the motherhood transition. And even for people who are not moms or don't even want to be moms, um, so I've been recording some videos for that and working on that programming now, and I'm super excited. So this course will really help me um, build on my education and understanding of the human body and movement. And um, I'm already a level three CrossFit trainer, so I feel like this is going to be a really nice addition to what I already know. And I'm super excited. And I didn't know whether, well, first off, I can't be away from her just yet. We're working on the bottle, but um Rusty's going to stay home because it's too expensive for him to come as well. And I reached out to the seminar and I was like, Hey, I got a kid. Can I bring her? And they were like, yeah, sure. So she's going to tag along. I'm going to wear her most of the weekend. And I think it will be kind of fun because we can watch her like she's belly crawling right now. And I'm sure that will be a part of the course. So I think it'll be fun for maybe we can put it on the ground and everyone can watch her move or I can just watch her move because I think it's fun. <laughs> when you're going to be like literally seeing the coursework in action, as she's totally. demonstrating. Yeah. That's like amazing. Yeah. I'm, I am crazy excited for you. I cannot wait to hear how it goes. I'm and then we're staying at my friend, uh, Jenna and Matt, and they live down there. And Matt is a, they both work for CrossFit and they've been friends for a while. And so we get to, I'm going flying super early Friday morning. So we'll get some hang time also. That's cool. cool. They have a little, so yeah. Matt was my, I think you told me Matt was my CrossFit researcher. Yeah. Matt Alden. Yeah. Yes. So I followed her, his, her, his wife on Instagram now and their little boy yeah, is like precious. Yeah. Yes. So he turned one in January. Um, and they met for the first, uh, Aiden and Evie met for the first time in this, like a few months ago. We, I went down for work stuff in, um, to San Diego and they got to meet, but I think this would be fun to have like a full, a couple nights to hang and, um, watch them interact because she is now like the past two nights in a row, um, even with all the teething, we've gone to friends' houses and, uh, my friend Nicole has a two-year-old and a brand new baby. And, um, Evie, like the most peaceful she's that she was all weekend was when she was hanging with this kid and just like watching her. She loves to just watch. Um, and so what was amazing back to the trip? Well, I guess I'll hold off on that. I feel like I've been talking your ears off. I want to talk about my trips, but first I want to hear a little bit about what's going on in your life because I will just keep jabbing if you don't <laughs> stop me. <laughs> I mean, your life is so much more interesting than mine. Um, let me see. I actually made a list because I was like, you know what? I'm coming with something. I am coming with nice. stuff. You so, always have something. <laughs> so I'm trying to think. Oh, big thing that's going on in my life. Nothing super exciting. Well, there's some other exciting things, but um, we moved Camille and Bear into the same room yesterday oh, okay side note before i get into the story can you hear this terrible dog outside um just like oh yes <laughs> but up until this point just barely okay it's not like obnoxious okay this dog is, this is like, real life friends this literally is life. losing its mind i'm about to go out there and check on him so anyways i apologize that real life yes um, so we moved him in to the same room this is like my dream come true as a mother because i've always pictured my kids, I don't know, like, you know, in their own little beds and like, you know, after the lights go out, they're like chit-chatting together or like 
playing forts or whatever, like just feeling safe with each other. And so it's been really cool. And last night was the first night and I did not sleep at all because Camille's been in our room for like 20 months or so. I mean, she's, she'll be 20 months this month. Um, and so her crib has always been like backed right up to my side of the bed. So it's kind of like, for me, last night was difficult because A, she wasn't in there, and I was, like, just expecting her to wake up the whole night. But then, B, I felt like I could roll off the bed, which is so weird. Like, because it was like I was in my own little crib before with her, like, yeah. pushed up against me. She was, so, like, your safety net. Yeah, totally. So I slept horrible last night. Um, and then our angel care – so we have an angel care monitor. We had it with Bear. And so we had not never used a monitor with Camille because she's been in our room. And so we were like, okay, we're going to move the angel care to be in Camille's crib, except that the crib is a little different. And so it went off, like the angel care monitor went off at like 2 a.m. Um, last night. Just like, and if you've ever had the monitor go off, this particular monitor, it just like a fire alarm. It's just like, beep, 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 like loud. Everyone's oh, like, oh my God. Anxiety. Yeah, so much like craziness. I was like, oh my God, she's not okay. Like, you know, run down there like don't flip on the light but I have my like flashlight or my phone flashlight and she's totally fine she had just like scooted so far into the corner of the crib that like the monitor wasn't picking like the sensor wasn't picking uh, so was she like, disappeared okay. she disappeared essentially so I like turned off the monitor and then we were like okay we'll just try and listen for them if they need us because they're down the hall and we're in our room but we have like a white noise machine going so we have to turn that off and that's like I need the white noise to sleep. So anyways, long story short, I guess I didn't really make it that short, but I didn't sleep very well. They slept fine. They but did. she did. Yes, yeah, she <laughs> slept great the whole night. Even when I went in there and the alarm went off, she totally stayed asleep the entire time. So they're super excited about it. Bear loves it. And she, I mean, she's talking pretty well now, but she's always like, you can tell she's just super proud to like be in her Bubba's room and sleep with oh. her Bubba. And so... It's really fun. That's so and it's also really it. cool because Tim and I, now we have our room back. So like before, yeah. if we wanted to get anything out of our room before we went to sleep, we have to like carefully like plan it. You know, we can't go back into the room once she's in there. And now we have like, we can read in our bed or we can, you know, do other things in our bed. Yeah, have sex. <laughs> <laughs> Great that's, that's something I'm looking forward to is having to have in our room back. Like that's the main thing. Yes. Tiptoeing in, whatever, whatever is fine. It's just I, just, I want to have sex whenever I want. Yes, yeah, exactly. So. Um, and you know, we've done it with her in there, but she's out and asleep and oh. like, you still have to be like, you know, you have to be a little bit more cautious. So <laughs> someday yes. first we need to get her back out of our bed. Yes. But for now this is working and we're figuring our stuff out and you know, there's, we can find, you can be creative. Baby steps. You'll get yeah. there. <laughs> Anyways, that is awesome. Yeah. That's super fun. And um, I remember sharing a room with my brother. We were three years apart. And do you, so do you, is, is your place just two bedrooms? Do you think you'll keep them together for? So our house is actually, so it's technically two bedrooms, but there's four rooms. And so, but the one guest room doesn't have a door. And so that's the one, I know it's weird. We're renting this house. It's super old. It's like 1930s is when it was built. And so the one we would put her in, it just, wouldn't make sense. So we'll probably keep them in there for as long oh, as we can. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Sweet. So that's awesome. one of my well, that's fun. Yeah. Okay. No, no you go. Okay. Um, 
Lots of travel. We did San Diego and then Portland and then Washington. And then now I'm going to Portland again. So Evie's been on eight planes <laughs> um, and she's, she'll be nine months tomorrow, which is crazy. Um, Portland was, <clears throat> San Diego worked for me. Portland was work for Rusty. And then Washington was a hundred percent vacation. Um, but we lived up in Washington, this small, like hippie crunchy town for a year from 2015 to 16. And so we went back to visit friends and to eat at all our favorite spots and to hike in our favorite places. And it was magical. It was really wonderful. And we brought good weather with us and, um, so good to see. We have such amazing friends up there. And like, it's just nice to feel like we have family up there and we can go whenever and we've got places to stay. And, you know, it's, it was really awesome. It was so fun for Evie to experience that and to eat the amazing seafood up there. And, uh, my favorite, I think was, so Finn River's a cidery up there and Rusty actually worked there for the majority of the year. We lived there um, making cider and I worked there a little bit too. And it's an organic farm with like, they've got, you know, they grow their own apples, but they also have like blueberries and they have a full working farm and they have pigs and um, they have this beautiful cider garden. And we went and there's a big lawn with like bocce ball and, um, and like a, play area for kids and we, we showed up and we like hung out with the owners for a little bit and she kind of gave us updates and then got some stuff and then went out to the lawn and I my I met my friend who you guys who are listeners you know Lily Nichols now because she was on a recent podcast and she lives up there so we met and um I laid Evie down on the grass and her little one brought her a um toy truck and it was so sweet and my kid laid in the sun on the grass for over two hours without needing, needing to be picked up one time. We had other, my other friends came, they all have kids like between 16 and 16 months and two. And he was just like watching them and they'd kind of come and interact with her and like give her a kiss or like give her a toy. And she was just so happy. And I was so happy. And I had like the perfect cider buzz and it was just, it was amazing. <laughs> so, and there's a little corner market called the Chimicum Corner Farm Stand and they have like local smoked salmon and the best cheese and like all this stuff. And so we just ended up afterwards, like getting all these, like our favorite cheeses and crackers and whatnot. And, um, and just having like a little kind of picnic with some more cider. And it was just, it was pretty magical. So that, and then the great hike and nourish is an amazing restaurant up there. If you guys saw the burger photo that I posted, but it was just really, really awesome. But then also like so magical, but we were really happy to come home. So we know that like, it's a great place to visit. We have family there. It's like a second home, but um, we don't, we didn't in any way or like regret leaving. So that's also a good feeling when you know you made the right choice and we're happy to be raising Evie where we are. And um, at this point in our life, and it's just, it was a very, very like heart filling, cup filling, but, and also like validating trip for us. So, and plus we haven't had a vacation in so long. So it was just really nice. Um, and I'm glad that she was teething a little bit while we were there, but not as gnarly as like once we got back, things got a little a little um, tough for like three days, but now we're good again. And like you said, maybe it's a combination of processing and, um, and teething or whatnot. In any case, um, it was amazing. It was so fun. And I'm excited to travel with her again. She's a, she's, she loves to travel. So, or she's, she's at least content. Um, so yeah, that's, that was, that's that, that trip was super awesome. And I'm excited to see what else comes in our way in terms of traveling. We're trying to be really smart about budgeting so that we can take a lot of trips and um, see the world because I love traveling. has become more fun for me seeing the world through her eyes. So like getting to see her take things in is like, it makes everything more magical to me. So yeah. it's pretty awesome. Oh, and we got to visit our old CrossFit gym and we ran a class and we got to work out with everyone. That was really fun too. So many fun things. It was awesome. You guys are over in Port Townsend. 
um, check out, I did a highlight on my Instagram stories. So you can check out like all the places that we went and the same coffee shop every single morning. They have like raw heavy cream and the best coffee and just so, so. (laughs) Are you going to do like a blog recap? Um, I did one for Portland, um, actually. And so the Portland one, I'll link to in the show notes. It talks a lot about like what we do when we fly and like with her, um, we travel very lightly. Um, this trip, we brought our own car seat, which is actually not that tough. Um, and Southwest, you can check two bags for free, mm-hmm. which we didn't know. So we packed carry-ons. What we pack is we each have a carry-on and then we have her diaper bag and that's it. Um, and this trip, we also brought her car seat without all like the clicking things. So you, the, the way you just put it in and put the seatbelt mm-hmm. over it. And so they told us on that, when we got there, like, hey, you could check your bags. And they're like, yeah, whatever. But on the way home, we brought cider home. So we, because uh, we knew we could. So we checked bags and that was, that made things pretty easy. Um, awesome. Yeah, we try and pack super light. And, but I did, I did a post on, um, on our trip to Portland. Maybe I'll do one to Washington too. But that one talks a lot about like how we make things work just like logistically. So, um, and I came home from Portland alone with Evie and I'll be going to San Diego this weekend alone with her. So. I think maybe I'll do like an, a recap of just like traveling with a baby. Yeah. Um, but I am starting kind of like a section of my website more devoted to travel because it's something that we plan to do a lot of. So, yeah, that was our trip and it was a blast. And I'm um, just it's good to be back, but I'm also not like dreading leaving again. You know, I, I think, you know, I have a bit of a wandering soul. Um, this we will be we'll have been in Santa Cruz for two years this coming September. And this is the longest we've ever lived in one place since we've been together. <laughs> Are you getting the itch? So we move um, a little. At least I definitely have an adventure itch. So uh, <laughs> there's a lot of this country and world to see. So, um, yeah, I'm, I like to live. We both, unfortunately, like to live very, very minimally. And so it makes getting up and moving and, like, we don't have a lot of stuff. So um, it makes moving really, um, really easy and traveling easy. And we're used to, like, not having a lot of things. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, definitely I'm feeling a little itchy. <laughs> I can't wait to hear yeah. about your your issues in the coming months. Yes, yes, I think you might. <laughs> Stay tuned. Oh, that is so fun. I love I love watching your stories when you're traveling. Um, it just gives me ideas for the time we actually do travel together as a family one day. <laughs> that we'll go to the places that you've been, and we'll have a guide. Um, on that note, we haven't been taking any trips. We've been in hardcore budget mode and actually a lot of people are have been asking me about That's the, too weird. do I, are you going to record you're going to record one right like an yeah, individual so on we've been, I've been trying to record that one I was going to do an individual but I actually have a friend um she's a blogger also coming on with me who's like probably me on crack when it comes to budgeting so I thought it'd be fun to have some like back and forth and different um spin on it so we're doing that tomorrow we're recording that one tomorrow so I'll be recording oh two. sweet um, and just a quick note, we do travel really, really on a budget. And and thanks to Jess, we started and partly Rusty's been wanting to do it for a while and finally I was like, okay, do it. We started a budget this year and it's been it's been it makes traveling less stressful when you know you budgeted for it. Right. It's like, okay, we've budgeted for this and now we get to do these things, but also there's ways like Airbnbs and staying with friends to make it so much more budget friendly. Anyways, I thought I'd say that. But totally proceed. No, that's amazing. And I know I we've talked about initially recording that budget episode and you were like, eh. And I know for me, budgeting, budgeting is like freeing. I kind of like love it because it's like, okay, you can kind of like, there's no guessing. There's no like, oh my God, are we going to have enough money at the end of the month? Like, that's not exciting to me. It's really freeing to be like, okay, 
this is everything we can do with our money. And there's actually, you can do a lot more with it than you actually think when you sit down and plan for it. So anyways, we'll be recording that one tomorrow. It'll be super fun. Um, but we haven't been doing a lot of trips because we have some substantial, like, um, it's mostly school loans. It, actually, at this point, it's all school loans because we've paid off all of our other debt. Um, and so we're just trying to trip away at that. But I do have two trips that I, well, actually, one trip I'm going to take alone. Um, I don't know if I told you this. I actually won a trip to the Beauty Counter Leadership Summit. Um, I did not know that. Where is it? It's in Minneapolis, which I've never been. It's not like a place that I'm like, ooh, I want to go to Minneapolis. But like, that's where it is this year. Cool. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm excited. It's actually going to be my first time like truly alone on a trip by myself without kids or a husband. Um, so I'm excited. So I won that. I get to do it on the like super cheap. Um, and get to see a lot of, so, and it's weird because a lot of my friends in the, like the blogger sphere are also part of beauty counter. So a lot of them are going to be there. Um, so, you know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to connect in real life with some of the people that I've grown relationships with, um, you know, through the podcast or through social media. So that's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. That's coming up in May. So super quick. And then we've been talking, um, I think I'm actually going to do, a solo trip on behalf of Modern Mama's podcast to Paleo FX mm -hmm. to Austin, yeah. which is like probably an hour and a half away from here, but still, it's still a trip. Um, yeah, you're gonna stay the night and everything, yeah. So yeah, I haven't we haven't decided. I haven't like confirmed all the details with Tim because it's actually coming up pretty soon. Um, I have a couple of friends in Austin that I could probably crash with. Um, cool. But I'm probably just gonna do the expo, um, which apparently I've actually never been to Paleo FX, considering it's right down the the road. So funny. Yeah. I think I went in 2014. Really? Did you like Maybe. it? Yeah. I mean, what was your take? Um, eh. I liked the connections I made. So if you're going to network and meet people, which on behalf of us, I think that's perfect. Yeah. I found it to be a little bit, um, sorry, any paleo FXers out there, but <laughs> like a little bit confusing. I don't think they did a good job of letting you know, like when speakers were going, where they were. Um, that was a little hard for me because I wanted to hear stuff because I paid for that. Mm -hmm. Um, but the actual like expo was a blast. Yeah. <laughs> I got with my friends at caveman coffee and they're just like, I met a lot, a lot of people. I love to just like roam and talk to people. I could mm -hmm. talk to people for hours. And so, and I know you like to talk to people too. So I think, I think you'll love it. Yeah. Um, it's just not, it's not in our budget this year, guys, but you know, it, I, I hope that we can both be there next year. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I see big things for the podcast this year. So I have no oh, doubt yeah. that we'll both be there next year. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking so, of, oh, yeah. do you have more on travel? Not on travel. Yeah. Go for it. Take it away. Yeah. I was going to say, speaking of paleo effects, segueing into food. Um, I know you've kind of been playing around with food too, but um, since December, like December 26th, cold turkey, I cut sugar. And I, aside from maybe if it's been in like a cider or something, I haven't had it um, since. And I really, it's been, and, and also grains. So sugar and all grains um, and actually pretty much all like dense carbohydrates. <laughs> I went pretty low carb and I've been eating a ton of fat and I literally uh, never felt better. I don't know that I'm in ketosis. I'm not tracking anything. Um, it's not, that's not super important to me. It's just more a matter of like, really working to eat intuitively and listening to my body. And right now what I want is high fat and lower carb. And, um, if when I do eat carbs, I get a little like foggy or that's what was happening. That's why I made the switch. It was like this kind of like every time I would eat like sugars, um, I would get really, really foggy headed and like kind of like down. 
And I think what brought it on was you guys know I was playing around a sourdough starter and I was baking with the discard like every day. So I was having a little, just a little bit of, even if it was sourdough, like a little bit of gluten every single day. And it was around the holidays. I was having more sugar than usual. And I think it just kind of compounded. Um, and I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm, I don't want it anymore. Like I just don't even want it. And I, so I cut it and um, I just feel, I feel really, really good. So um, I've been excited to kind of share with people. And I've been getting some great questions about like milk supply. And my biggest thing is always just like do what feels right to your body. And I know a lot of people want to go like lower carb. But I think where that people miss the mark sometimes is like failing to, and I hate the word failing, maybe not realizing that they're not necessarily adding enough fat in. So if you're going to cut carbohydrate, like you, you really need a lot of fat. Um, and I think, you know, as a society, we've kind of been taught like fat is bad, fat is bad. In fact, I'm teaching nutrition seminars right now at this company um, in San Jose. And I'm trying to explain to them like the health benefits of fat and how fat is like so important for hormones and for cell regrowth and repair and, and for, um, you know, nutrient absorption. And they're just like, but cholesterol, like, but <laughs> cholesterol, but cholesterol. And I'm like, I know it's hard and it's not your fault. It's, you know, we are, we have been like brainwashed to think that fat is bad and saturated fat is bad and foods with cholesterol are bad. Um, and so they're like, but you, you eat more than two egg, eggs a day. Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> you know? And so it's just, it's been for me, this has been incredibly freeing because I do come from a history of like disordered eating and being very afraid of fat. And, um, and it's so adding a bunch of fat into my diet and eating intuitively and knowing that like, so when we were traveling, we went to this restaurant and they love us there. And so I got, and I, I had, I did have some gluten-free, a gluten-free bun, but it was mostly cheese. I think anyways, they brought out these desserts that were like all gluten-free, organic, whatever, whatever, these carrot cakes. And I looked at them like, I just don't want it. And it's so for me, it's like from coming from a restrictive background to now, like really being able to listen to my body and eat things because I either want them or don't want them. Um, and not feeling like I need to follow any strict like protocol or whatever. And honestly, the best part of this is I am eating so many vegetables. Like all I want, my, my palate has gone from wanting like sweets to, I just want all the spices. I want garlic on everything and turmeric and paprika and cumin. And, and I want like just plates loaded with vegetables. So I don't think I'm in ketosis. I honestly think I'm eating too many vegetables. Um, but I don't know this, like I said, I haven't tracked, but like I crave giant plates of veggies and it sounds so bizarre, but, um, it's amazing how your palate can change when you cut out refined, like every person could benefit from cutting down or reducing refined carbohydrates period, you know? And so cutting out the sugar, it's just amazing how my palate is really developing and like how much I crave fat and, um, just how good I feel. And if at any point I don't feel great anymore, then I'll change it up. But yeah, so far, um, I feel really good and I, and it's been, it's been fun. My, my husband's doing it with me now and, uh, he feels really good too. And he's eating more vegetables than he probably has in years. So, or maybe in his life. So that's cool. <laughs> and one, one last thought on that, like, because we are traveling a ton and he is working level one or across the kids seminars and traveling a ton. He was doing more of like a zone type thing, which is where you have specific amounts of carbs, fat and protein. And what we realize is when we travel, carbohydrate sources are not often very high quality reaching for things like bread or rice or oatmeal or like whatever. Um, and it's way easier to eat nutrient dense being low carb on the road because you can, first off, you can pack a lot of stuff. Second off, you go to a restaurant and you're like, just give me the burger and like some greens and olive oil or whatever, an avocado. Um, 
whereas like the carb sources are typically pretty poor quality. So that's one thing we both noticed when we travel, like it keeps us, um, feeling really good, which especially with a baby. And I like to feel like mentally sharp and aware and good in my body. And like, I don't like coming home from trips and feeling inflamed and gross. So it's been really great for like, especially like working on the road and trying to keep up with everything that I've got going on. Um, just brain function and overall like well-being, um, whether I'm home or on the road or wherever, it's been awesome. So those are my thoughts on my current diet, which <laughs> isn't a diet, my current lifestyle, the food I put diet, in my face. It's a lifestyle. So. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> well, that's funny. The, and because, I know you're, you're yeah. playing about that too. Yeah. So I can pretty much, I mean, everything you're saying, I was just like nodding along like, yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was like super similar to my experience. So I know if you've been following along with me on Instagram, I've tried, I tried macros, um, inconsistently, but it just kind of triggered me a little bit too much. Like Laura, I have a history of disorder. Sorry, our dogs are parting hard right now. Um, I have a history of disordered eating and it just was like too much for me to have to like try and control. And so you started doing keto and I, got the keto reset book. Um, and then also I got a book from my mother-in-law cause she was keto. She was, you know, do it messing. I, I hate saying keto because again, I don't know if I'm an actually, actually in ketosis. It's more of like a low carb, high fat style of eating. Um, but yeah. she was doing, um, keto through, uh, Leanne Vogel, helpful, helpful pursuit. Who's going to be on the podcast in which I'm like, so yeah, I'm actually about. recording with her, I think next week. Okay, perfect. I'm so, I wish I was on that episode. I've kind of just want to like be a fly on the wall to listen, but you could join. I'll have to wait. <laughs> um, so anyways, I loved, I just read her book, like basically like front to back one day. And I was like, this makes so much sense. Like all the things I'm struggling with, the energy slumps, the like needing caffeine mm-hmm. in the afternoon, wanting to take a nap the brain fog, the like mood swings, the being hungry, literally like every two hours. It's like, this makes so much sense. You know, I've eaten pretty, pretty like 80, 20 paleo with some like gluten-free grains and stuff sprinkled in some high quality grass fed dairy for the last like six years, but I still was not feeling great. I wasn't feeling like I knew I could feel. And I also have some like skin issues, like uh, some eczema on my hands and stuff that I was just never been able to nail down. And so we we pretty much did followed her kind of suggestion in the book. And so two weeks of like really, really strict, like very low carb keto style eating, I went through so Tim and I are both doing it too. Tim, perfect. Flying colors, no issues. I had like like three or four days where I was like, oh, this is really hard. My head hurts. Like super I felt like super dehydrated. Um, which is another thing, like you really have to make sure you're drinking a lot of water and getting a lot of electrolytes when you're really going to that process of like fat adaption um, versus like carb sustenance, which is most of the population. Even if you are on paleo, a lot of your diet, I mean, if you just kind of look at your plate, it ends up being like some really like dense carbs or like gluten-free grains. So um, I had some trouble, but then on like day five or six, it just like turned a corner and it was like, I feel amazing. Like this is, this is awesome. I'm literally, and we also are doing playing around like probably like three or four days a week doing some intermittent fasting and people get all like freaked out by intermittent fasting. And it's not, it's, it's easy because it's like, I stop eating at eight, which is when I normally would stop eating like dinner. I just don't snack afterwards. And then I have my, I'll have like a really like fat boosted coffee in the morning. And then I won't eat like a meal until like 11, 1130. 
and I like don't feel deprived at all like I feel really really even like around 11 30 I start to feel hungry and that's it's just like this weird perfect timing and also the cool thing about my meals and we'll talk about budgeting tomorrow is less I can focus on higher quality like meats cuts of meats and fats because I'm fats are so dense like nutrient dense you don't need a ton of like consumption like you're not just like eating all this food I mean a lot of vegetables yes but like the meat that I'm eating is a much smaller portion but it's higher quality it's fattier um I don't know it's just it's more budget friendly in that regard like people ask well how can you afford a grass-fed meat like my my husband eats like two pounds of dinner in one sitting I'm like okay one way is you could try and do a little bit like lower carb, higher fat. Uh, and, and when you overeat protein in one sitting, it just turns, it's processed, it's just like glucose. Yeah. It's like a hit of glucose. It's the same as eating a lot of carbohydrates. So right. yeah, you're what, right. You're spot on. Yeah. And that's what Leanne will say. Like you can kick yourself out of ketosis by eating too much protein. So it's really, really, really focused mm-hmm. on higher fats. And so I've loved it. I had, we had a work thing on week two. And I was really, really good. I didn't have, I mean, as well as I could be. I, I was forced to eat the food that they provided. But I think I got gluten there um, accidentally. And so I had like... I Probably a like, sauce or something. Yeah, it was definitely a sauce um, because that was the only thing mm-hmm. I could think of. Everything else was like super like yummy vegetables and meats and stuff. But um, I had a reaction, like clear like brain fog. I had, so my eczema went away. And then a few days after that, the trip, I came back on my fingers. So I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure gluten is an issue for me. (laughs) I mean, obviously for most people, it's something that should be eaten sparingly, but now I know for sure for me, it's a trigger. Um, Mm -hmm. And then we are going to start doing, this was something, I don't know if you saw, I posted my, my ranch recipe, my keto ranch recipe a couple days ago. And overwhelmingly, most of the responses were oh my gosh, I love keto. It's been amazing. But I did get one, you know, and she was just being totally honest. She wasn't trying to like, you know, be like a naysayer, but she's like, I tried keto and I had X, Y, Z, all these negative effects. It didn't work for me. And that was a really good, you you mentioned this. It's like, it was a good spark for like conversation. I had a story I posted about it in my Insta stories. Like, this keto is not the way it is one way to health. It doesn't work. Like this might not be a way of eating for everybody, like very, very low carb, high fat. And just like you said, most people will benefit from cutting out processed grains or dense carbohydrates mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, and that was my only intent in the, in the beginning was just cut sugar, cut grains. And then it gradually just turned, it snowballed. It wasn't like I'm going keto. It was like, right. Oh, I'm feeling better and better with more and more fat. Oh, I'm not craving the dense carbs anymore. I started with like, I was had a little bit of squash and a little bit of apple in my salad. And then slowly it was like, ah, I don't really feel like it. Instead, I'm going to have avocado plus some sprouted almonds. Like, yeah. It's just interesting how it slowly progressed. So it's funny that we have different like, you know, paths. But anyways, yeah. I think I cut you off. What were you saying? No, no, no. I'm just saying, I mean, that's like also like you and I in a nutshell, like I need a very like I need a plan. Like I gotta have a path. I need someone to tell me what to do and how to do this. Um, but anyway, totally. And I'm like, eh, whatever. Let's just try it. <laughs> but the cool thing about and it, I'm very, you know me, I'm rebellious. So yes. for me, like, I will never say I'm keto. I don't want yeah. to fall into any dogma or like be put in any box. And I'm like, I'm just. That's how I'm like. I'm just eating what feels right to my body. <laughs> I'm just eating the way Laura wants to eat. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. 
So, no, but it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I think through And this- I think that's an important point you're making because, like, it can be really, like, just like for me, high carbohydrate is not good right now. Uh, for someone else, low low carbohydrate could be really problematic. So, like, don't be, just listening to us talk about our experiences eating lower carb right now. We just so happen to be on a very similar wavelength with how our what our bodies want. But that doesn't mean that like that you should tomorrow start and then if it's maybe start and give it a shot. But if it's like a week, two weeks, and you still feel like crap, then it's probably not what your body needs in this time in your life. You know. Right. And that's what, like, if it ever came to the point where I wasn't feeling good, I would pivot and try something different. But also, mm-hmm. and this is just, like, going back. Um, so Dr. Ben Lynch, Dirty Jeans, amazing episodes coming up. I'm not sure when they're going to go go live. Okay, a couple weeks, a couple months. Um, but he talks about that s- some people, depending on their genetic, genetic mutations, will not be able to do high fat diet or high protein or high carb. Like there are certain snips that they've uncovered that won't like, you just basically can't process whatever, for whatever reasons, certain macro macronutrients, like you wouldn't run well on like a a low carb, high fat diet. And so it's just interesting because you just don't really know unless you like do the work and use yourself as that like experiment of one. And I think Laura and I both, it's just like, we share these experiences not to tell you what to do, but to like, if any of it resonates with you to kind of empower you to do your own research or figure out what works best for you. You know what I mean? hundred percent. And I, and if I could, and if we could just through this talk, inspire one person to cut process, reduce processed sugars (laughs) and refined carbohydrates. That's one thing I'll always stand behind. No one is better off with, with excess or extra or any refined carbohydrates or like the big things are if you're eating a lot of fat, make sure it's high quality. Like vegetable oils are the devil (laughs) process and refined carbohydrates, not serving anyone like those things. Um, and you know, those things are just like, we're all better off without them. And all you got to do is just like shop the perimeter of the grocery store. And like you said, you're spending less on higher quality food because fat is so nourishing and cravings are a product of being malnourished. Ultimately, it's just our bodies. We don't really know how to read those cravings. So if you're craving, you're like, "Ah, I'm craving a cupcake. It's like, okay, you probably don't need a cupcake, but you probably are missing out on some like essential fats and and whatnot. And so cravings are just like a product of being malnourished in some capacity. And so, um, or you'll crave things that, you know, yeah, in a way you're like that, that's just what your body needs in that moment. Mm -hmm. And so I think, the more we can eat real food, the more cravings will just kind of shift towards eating more real food. And it's like this beautiful spiral effect. And then sometimes you're at a birthday party and you're like, I want the damn cup of cake or cup of cake, cupcake. <laughs> I would like a cup of and cake. And so you please. eat it. And then, yes. And then you're fine, right? You move on. We did an episode with Mel Humphill and she talked about foods being effective or ineffective versus like, you're not, you are not what you eat in terms of your morality. <laughs> just foods are going to be more effective for your goals or for your, the way you feel or whatever versus ineffective, but you eat the thing and then you move on. And I feel like it's such an issue, um, especially for women of mm-hmm. just like wrapping ourselves up, like our worth in what we eat and identifying so much with what we eat. And it's like, no, you are not what you eat and that you're not, you are in the meat. Like if you eat shitty food, you're going to feel bad, but not like you I ate a cupcake, so therefore yeah. I am a bad person. Yeah. yeah, we are not. We are not the sum total of the food we put in our mouth. <laughs> we are so much more. Or the way that food affects our bodies. Even then, it's like we can always move on and move past. Um, and that's my hope for everyone listening. <laughs> that yeah. just do what's going to serve your body, and it's going to feel effective. And I think of eating as a, an act of self love. So 
when I take time out of the middle of my day to make a meal, um, it, that's me loving my, you know, it's self-care when I might not get it. I just posted on Instagram a photo of my coffee and like my coffee r- ritual in the morning has become like meditative for me. So that is, I start my day with self-care and I love every sip. I mentioned I'm working a little bit for, for Sigmatic and the mushrooms have just been like a game changer. And I don't know, I just think it's fun to take the opportunity to nourish ourselves on more levels than one. And, you know, so I, it's been really fun watching you uh, switch up your diet. And like, I've seen you like, we Marco Polo a lot. <laughs> so I've seen you like light up, you know, like you're just, it's been very, very cool. Um, so Thank and you. I feel the same way. It's it's almost it's like empowering, right? Like I feel empowered when I eat well. Um, and I someone someone was telling me the other day like their friend has some gnarly autoimmune disease, but she doesn't want to change her diet because she she want, doesn't want to feel like she's missing out on life. And I'm just kind of like the opposite a little bit, where I'm like, no, but if you change your diet and you can feel better, like but there's I just there's a lot more living a, available to you when you feel good. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, anyway, totally. that was a, could... that was a tangent. But it we was, probably it was um, sorry, done a whole episode on this. Yeah. <laughs> like we probably should have just set aside time for this, but I want to know, yeah. like, I know we probably should get off soon, but, um, supplements. Can you hear my little one? Can you hear? Yeah. Yeah, but it's okay. We can, we'll just wrap up with this, with this. I think it's important. Yeah. So I know you've been trying some kind of fine tuning your supplement regime and we get questions mm-hmm. about this all the time. Like, what are you taking? What brands? And like, what should I take and all of this good stuff. And and it's hard because it's like, you want to have a balance. Like you don't want to be taking like freaking have your little Monday through Friday pill box with like 20 pills stuffed in like every day yeah. because you want to be relying on food for most of your nourishment. But the truth of the matter is there are a lot of things out there that can be utilized to like, just like bring you to like another level, I guess. And so totally. especially us- in the postpartum, I mean, mm-hmm. anytime, but like for me, I feel like I'm still nursing a lot and still in that first 200 days postpartum. And, um, yeah. Uh, am I, no, maybe I'm not anymore. Anyways, nine months tomorrow. Oh my God. Crazy. That's crazy. So what are you, what have have Um, you been messing around with? So Mike, I just posted the recipe to my loaded coffee. So I'll actually link to that. Um, and in there I do like, um, I've been, I switched to some raw heavy cream and with like a combination with milk, cashew milk, which is like sprout started cashews. And then I do paleo Valley way. Um, I do the thrive market collagen peptides, but any will do. I think I'm going to try the ones you get on Amazon, those cheap ones. Um, actually I did, I ordered them. So I'll link to those too, because that's way more affordable and it seems just as high quality. Mm -hmm. And then I put, um, MCT oil and, um, I steam, well, I steam the cashew milk and the, um, heavy cream and and I add, um, and then I've been adding lion's mane, the four stigmatic lion's mane. And I, I cannot express. So I do that one in the morning most days. If I'm feeling like something, getting something coming on, I'll take chaga. Um, if I want more energy for like a big workout, I'll do cordyceps. And then I do the reishi at night. Um, and I, I just, I'm loving it. And the lion's mane really helps me focus. So that's my like loaded coffee. And then I, I take, I'm taking Seeking Health um, prenatal. We could probably do a whole episode of this, but I switched from Garden of Life because they got bought up by Nestle. And for me, it's important that I changed. And I've been hearing good things. And I also feel like it's important to change up your supplement routine. Um, I've been on Garden of Life for like three years, I think. So I think it's cool for the body to like take in a new set. So I switched to Seeking Life Life Prenatal. Seeking Health. I do a um, Seeking Health, yeah. Did you know that that's Dr. Uh, Lynch's company? 
Um, I did not. That's yeah. cool. So he is like, Sweet. yeah, that's his deal. And he'll, on our episode, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I know you have to go, but no, on okay. his episode, he talks about um, some of his products and how he like formulated them and some of that are in the works, like for mamas and babies specifically, because cool. um, he's a big proponent of breastfeeding because of genetics and epigenetics. Um, but, you know, one mm-hmm. of my questions was what happens when people can't breastfeed um, or you adopt or whatever. Um, he's mm-hmm. coming up with, a formula that is like oh my god it's about time yes that's amazing he doesn't have a stay tuned yeah stay tuned for that not a set launch date but we'll cover that cool yeah so anyways continue seeking help um and then the these like um immune wellness booster pills that i started taking when i got mastitis like three weeks postpartum and i have not been sick once since taking those my cousin recommended them and i just i love them so those are awesome these are all i think in my baby essentials post, but if not, we'll link to them in the show notes anyways. Um, and then I take the paleo Valley organ complex and I just started taking chase tree, um, because I was taking it prenatal or yeah, before I got pregnant and I just know it's great for like hormones. And, um, so I just started that. And then like three times a week, I take an extra virgin cod liver oil before bed. Um, and then when I give Evie her pre and probiotics, I also take it. (laughs) There's a powder, they're both powder. So I lick my finger, stick it in there. Then she sucks it off my finger. And then I take some myself and <laughs> we just share. Um, so I take that every day. The Corganic um, um, Infant Probiotic and the Claire Labs Prebiotic Powder. So those are the things that I do. Um, pretty, I just do it every morning. It's like part of my morning routine. While I make my coffee, I pull my pills out and I take them little by little. Then I know I'm getting water in and not just starting my day with coffee too. Um, what about you? I am doing, I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget because I'm old. Um, let me think. So first one, I am too, I'm taking the Paleo Valley Organ Complex. It's just one of those ones that I'll probably continue to take forever. I'm not on a prenatal right now. Um, mostly, I mean, I'm not nursing and I'm not trying to conceive anytime soon. So um, it hasn't really been like one that I've been worried too much about, but I probably will get back on at least a good quality um multivitamin at some point, but I feel like the paleo, the organ complex is so nutrient dense and I'm really eating yes. such high quality food right now that I'm not too worried about it. So paleo Valley, I'm actually doing a Chinese herb blend that Megan Garcia recommended to me. We kind of had a little Skype session. I was telling her some of the symptoms I was having before going low carb, high fat. And so she recommended a very specific blend and I'll, I'll mention it here, but I wouldn't recommend taking it without actually talking to somebody like an acupuncturist or a, like a Chinese medicine practitioner. Um, but it's called Bazen and it's through this company called blue poppy that she has recommended a lot of uh, supplements yeah. through. Um, but she's amazing and she is a wealth of information. And if you can obviously work with someone locally, like an acupuncturist, um, they can recommend some herbal blends for you for different things, but that has been a game changer. I will stay on that for, for the foreseeable future. Um, I've been doing magnesium at night, uh, mostly because I know it's recommended during like periods of low carb, high fat, um, because mm-hmm. you can be depleted easily in magnesium. Um, but also because mood enhancement, I've kind of done a little bit of research and I think I have, um, been reading Dr. Lynch's book. I think I have a COMT genetic mutation, um, where like processing of neurotransmitters is kind of sluggish. And so apparently magnesium can really help with people that have that kind of snip. 
Um, and so it's really been helping with my sleep. Amazing. Um, been doing cool. vitamin D. Taking a, like a pill? I'm doing a, a pill. Yeah. Two pills. Oh, yeah. Night. I'm taking vitamin D too. Vitamin D too. I yeah. forgot. Which one do you do? The K2, the thorn, the drops? The thorn, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So vitamin D, K2 drops. Those are mostly when I like remember. And also fish oil when I remember. I'm not that yeah. great about it. And then I do. I'm I, taking- I don't take it in the morning because I don't want to taste it at all throughout the day. Yeah. So sometimes I'll burp it up. So I uh, just take it before bed when yeah. I remember. <laughs> I think that's everything oh um i do a probiotic we just i found this brand on amazon that's like highly recommended and it was super cheap and it's 50 bill of uh probiotic nice. it's, it's called new rhythm um and so i like it a lot actually i can tell a difference when i don't take it and that's it i think oh cbd oil which i'm still in the research phase of this and we kind of had a little bit of conversation about quality and so i've reached out to some people to see before like really making strong recommendations either way um, just to learn a little bit more about it. But so far in my experience, I got it from a local source and I went, got to go in and like talk to them about like their sourcing and their testing and all that stuff. I felt pretty confident about it, but um, I definitely am seeing a a difference in sleep quality and mood when I take it. So I'll keep you guys posted. Yeah, I took it, I took it preconception. I think it helped. And I actually just got my, we can have a whole episode on this because I just got my um, medicinal card and there's some really high quality places around here that is like 20 to one ratio of CBD to THC. And, but I feel like this is a whole nother topic that we could probably bring an expert in on. Yes, definitely. (laughs) So that's, that's, I know we had a, a lot to cover and it was yeah, my being, melting down. Yes. So. Laura's got to go, go and I'm an old lady. I'm going to go take, I have my handful of supplements here. I'm going to swallow down with my glass of wine. Yes. I love it. <laughs> and next time we record in the evening, I will have uh, my own glass and we'll cheers through Skype. And yes. I can't wait for that. It's actually worked out well. Hopefully um, it's not too late for you. <laughs> no, it's fine. It'll be the perfect ending. So um, I love it. All right. Love you listening, guys. Yeah. Love you. This was fun and I'm excited to do more of these and I think we've talked about this but we should get sponsored by a good uh we're in talks with a pretty cool wine company to maybe get a little sponsorship for these late night recordings that's what I'm talking about (laughs) I love it (laughs) all right good night friends or good day wherever you are and Jess I will talk to you soon okay sounds good all right bye bye thanks for listening to our podcast see you next time Hey guys, Jess here. Just wanted to give you the heads up on a great deal that we don't want you to miss out on. Laura and I have recently teamed up with our friends at ButcherBox to bring you an amazing offer on premium grass-fed, hormone, and antibiotic-free meats delivered right to your door. We've absolutely been loving the opportunity to put together our own custom boxes of the highest quality beef, pork, and chicken. And we definitely don't want you guys to miss out on the chance to try it too. Right now, if you visit butcherbox.com forward slash modern mamas, get the chance to get $10 off of your first box plus two free 10 ounce grass-fed ribeyes. You definitely don't want to miss out on this deal, friends, so get on it.